Thank you for tuning in to Mentor Moments. A good mentor can have life-changing impacts on you and your career. We know that not everyone has someone they can call a mentor, so that's why this podcast brings you insightful advice from executives and leaders to help you grow personally and professionally. My name is Alex Keon, and let's get right into today's episode. Joining us for this episode of the Mentors Moments podcast is Kelly Thomas, who is a career and mindset coach based here in Dallas, Texas. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Alex. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you joining us this morning and being willing to share some of your insights with our listeners. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Of course. So I want to first start off by asking, tell us a little bit about this journey that led you to be a career mindset coach. I graduated college with my psychology degree. And so I've always been passionate about human beings and how we think and how we behave. However, in my career journey, I didn't go into therapy or become a therapist in the beginning. I went and started doing work outside of my, um, my major and through a course of career upsets, getting into jobs that I just felt weren't, um, aligned with me. Uh, I would vacillate back and forth into corporate world. And then I got into the health and wellness industry. And so I go back and forth. And, and finally, um, back in 2013, I realized after you know, spending years in corporate America, I wanted to bridge the two skill sets that I had, bringing, well, bringing the psychology together, bringing the health and wellness bringing the mindset awareness and my experience with the career unrest, being in jobs that I weren't, wasn't fulfilled in, it all just kind of blended together. And I thought, what, how do I work with all of these tools and skills that I have? And what came up for me was um, becoming a coach because, and that was different than therapy and much more aligned with just seeing more outcomes versus a therapy model. Well, thank you for taking us through your journey and kudos to you for finding a way uh, to make your own path and blend these skill sets that you have. And I want to ask you a little bit more about what you do. Uh, You've mentioned health and wellness, you've mentioned therapy and how it's a blend of these things. So can you tell our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with uh, coaching, what does your profession entail? Um, A coach is someone who works with an individual. And for me personally, I am trained as an executive coach. However, I also am trained as a somatic therapy coach where I look at the mind and body connection um, of working through um, a person that's struggling with inability to work, uh, to move forward with problems, having some self-esteem issues perhaps, or just really stuck or confused or anxious and really looking at the individual from their mindset, as well as what's going on physically that perhaps is in, in um, interfering with their progress to move forward. Well, I'm so excited to hear the tips you're going to share with our listeners. And let's start off by talking about COVID-19, uh, because this season, a big focus is talking about the effects that has had um, on the job market and on careers um, and other areas. So I want to ask you, what are some of the effects you've seen COVID-19 have on your clients? Really, people are just stuck in a very physical state of anxiety, a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about the future, 
Uh, also, people reassessing what they want to do with their lives. A lot of people have been in jobs that they don't really particularly find enjoyment in. And now they're just stepping back and actually looking at the big picture of what is my purpose? And, and that in and of itself can create some anxiety and perhaps mild depression. And so that's first and foremost, that's what I'm really noticing with the clients that I'm serving and the younger generations. I believe that there's this level of mistrust that's going on. I feel like they don't really feel like um, they believe in a career path anymore. They they don't really believe in corporate America a lot, I'm finding. And so it's just a big uh, shift that's going on with people from a emotional, physical level, as well as just seeking what your true purpose and passion is. Those are some really great areas you've highlighted, and I'm sure many people can relate to at least one of those. Uh, but I want to focus in on what you're saying about this anxiety of um, exploring different paths, because I've heard it called the great resignation recently. Yes. Um, you know, people are trying out these new things. Um, so how would you advise people to deal with that anxiety if they feel like they want to try something different and they want to go out on this new path, but they're just uncertain of going out on their own or doing something different? Sure. What, what I would do in working with them um, through a coaching session or sessions would be really um, digging a little bit deeper about the anxiety itself. First of all, where is it occurring in your body? Because a lot of times we want to try to think our anxiety away, but the body is actually responding in a fight or flight response. The nervous system is just agitated. So really actually getting them to ground down into their body and, and really take notice of how am I feeling right now? And what is, where's this anxiety uh, coming from in my body? And where is this perhaps related to perhaps in, in the past? Is there something that's coming up that's triggering this anxiety that maybe I've never really explored? And oftentimes it truly comes back to memories or of childhood that are um, causing some of this anxiety to come up. And it's really showing it, showing itself in COVID right now, for sure. Well, I love that you're talking about first getting a deeper understanding of the cause and being able to address that directly. And what are some coping strategies you can recommend um, if anyone's feeling anxious in general? Yeah, definitely breath work, because when we are anxious, we're our central nervous system is firing in fight or flight. And oftentimes people will actually stop breathing. They, they don't really recognize that they've slowed down their breathing or their breathing is escalated. It, you know, it varies from person to person, but really stop, pause, perhaps even put your hand to your heart and your hand to your abdomen and just take notice of your breath. Really focus in on your breathing, close your eyes, even perhaps practice meditation things of that nature that will really slow down or, um, you know, regulate your nervous system, get you back to a regulated state to release that anxiety. Well, thank you for sharing that much needed advice as we all are facing various anxieties um, with the, everything going on. Um, and I want to shift really quickly to talk about um, a little bit about leadership, because I know you mentioned you're an executive coach. Um, and I'm sure there are many people out there that aspire to be leaders. So what are some common challenges you've seen um, the executives you work with 
face and how do you typically advise them to overcome those challenges? A lot of it is really the co-mingled workplace anymore. We've got your Gen Y, your Gen Z, we've got your millennials, you've got um, even baby boomers still working. And and how do these groups all collectively, they come from different life experiences, how do they work together and learn to appreciate one another where they, you know, where they come from and their experiences they draw in. So for instance, the Gen Z and the Gen Y generation, they grew up with technology and they operate differently. They, they just have a different mindset. And so it's, they feel judged by the older generation and the the executives would say, I, I just don't understand these kids. You know, they, they feel like they are entitled and they, and it's like, well, no, they just have a different way of seeing the world based on how they grew up versus um, how, you know, the older generation It really is working with those individuals and meeting each other on the same level, asking really deep questions amongst their leadership teams, their managers, their um of how they're communicating with their employees of various different generations to just get to understand them as a person and how they see the world and how they view work in itself. I love that you brought this topic up because I think that's something that um, a lot of people are surprised by when they first enter the workforce is the fact that they have to learn how to work with these different generations. So. Um, maybe from the perspective of a young person who is having trouble relating to older coworkers or even start getting a dialogue started, uh, what advice would you give them for just having those conversations and, like you said, um, gaining that understanding of each other? Definitely, you know, as you understand, a mentor, finding a mentor, even somebody that is from an older generation and um, perhaps several of them that are professionals and ask them their you know, what work life was for them as they were growing up and really just getting to understand how they perceive work and understand where their frame of reference comes from. And so with that understanding, they might be less apt to feel judged or criticized by the older generations. And they may also be able to reverse mentor an older generation. So in some ways, I mean, I have this idea of like, there could be a great opportunity for reverse mentoring where a younger generation could perhaps mentor the older generation on things like technology or, um, you know, some things like that, that is just more in line with how they grew up. And so there's a lot to, for each generation to learn from one another. So I would say definitely for the younger generations, seek out a, a mentor um, that they they appreciate or a coach. Well, I appreciate you highlighting the importance of mentorship and especially that part about reverse mentoring. I think that's something that uh, often gets overlooked. You know, as a young person, it's easy to say, you know, what, what does someone have to learn from me? Um, but I love that you brought that up. Yeah, because the older generation, yes, they have the wisdom. However, the younger generation has you know, how they deal with the world is so differently. And there's so much that they could share with the older generation um, in terms of gaining new knowledge on tools and technology. And, and um, yeah, I think that they, we, they have, we have a lot to learn from the younger generation. 
Yeah, it's that power of diverse perspective. I like that. Yes. So I'm sure that part of your role as a coach is pushing people out of their comfort zone. Um, and what are some ways that you help people take those leaps and get comfortable with being uncomfortable in a sense? Yes. Well, first it starts with trust and really in working with a client, I want to get to know them um, on a deeper level. Maybe the first or second um, sessions we have together is really understanding a little bit of their background and their, their history, typically family history, just to uncover where the discomfort comes from and how much discomfort they have. And also just stating the reality is there's this thought that we all just need to be happy all the time. And that's not, that's not realistic. We can't constantly, we're going to have the ups and downs, you know? And so really being able to, again, going back to checking in with your body, checking in with your breath, what's going on when you feel discomfort, you know, and breathe through it. And even if it requires just journaling or talking to somebody work with the discomfort, but know that discomfort will happen and you don't have to fight it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And we've talked so much about being coached and being mentored. Um, So I want to ask you, um, what are some ways that people can maximize those opportunities when they have them? How can they be a good learner if they are fortunate enough to find a mentor or or if they are being coached? Oh, great question. Um, To be a good learner first, And foremost, whomever you are seeking help from or a mentor, come prepared and value their time. This person is doing a favor for them. So if you are asking for 15 minutes of your mentor's time, stay on 15 minutes. Do not go over and have your list of questions and be curious. Just remain curious. And also follow up with the thank you note that that goes a long way, even today in the world of technology, a handwritten note to thank the person for their time and even following up that person, that mentor will be more apt to help and, and, you know, help them more and engage their learning. Some great practical advice. Thank you for sharing that. And now I want to ask you, uh, just to look back on your journey as a whole, uh, what are some lessons that you've really taken away from it that you'd want to share with all the young people listening to this podcast? The most important thing is really being resilient. And that is, you're going to have personal and professional setbacks, whether it's a job loss or uh, not getting a promotion or um, family dynamics um, are going to be challenging, death, very divorce, things like that. Really just know that you're going to get through it. Just get through it and seek help and don't trap your feelings and really just know that these setbacks actually become diamonds in the rough, so to speak, later on. Great words of wisdom. Thank you for sharing them. And then finally, if you could recommend one person, book, or podcast that you think uh, young people can really learn from, uh, what would you recommend and why? One is a podcast called Lead to Win, and it's um, it's hosted by Michael Hyatt and his daughter, Megan Hyatt Miller. And they are um, 
they are great motivational speakers and they speak about just how to get through and navigate through the workforce and how to become a leader. And they give lots of great tools and tips and even have handouts on their website that you can go and do some um, journaling exercises and everything to just become more comfortable in learning how to become a leader in life and in business. Thank you for the recommendations, Kelly. And I really appreciate your time today. Loved this conversation. Loved hearing all the insights you had to share with our listeners. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And I just appreciate all the work that you are doing, um, just encouraging the younger generation to to step up and, and seek mentorship because it's so important. Well, thank you for the kind words. And if people want to learn more about the great work you're doing, uh, where they where can they go to do that? They can go to kellythomascoaching.com or if they would like, they can email me at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, thomascoaching.com. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mentor Moments. Make sure to follow us to stay up to date on the latest episodes and visit us on our website at mymentormoments.org or on Instagram at mymentormoments.org.